Yo, this is John Laffman with Martin House Brewing Company, and you're tuned in to Grabman in the Brisket Podcast. Let's get this ranch. Dude, hell yeah. Back for another week. We're having the brisket. Hell, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go. go. Let's, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, cheers. Hey, you know what? Real quick, fellas. Yep. Cheers. This is a beer and barbecue podcast. Let's see a little, little drink a drink. You yeah. Know? Mm. I like how you always like to remind people that yeah. it's a beer and barbecue podcast. Right. <laughs> I, I'm only drinking because I'm on the podcast. Right. <laughs> There's one poor yeah, a- there's duh. one poor asshole out there. It's like shit. I forgot to drink. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let me go get one. And we need like mm-hmm. a little like a like a bell. Every bell, every time he hits a bell, whatever it is, a sound. John, you got a sound mm. today? I'm sure I do. Every time you play, it, think of a sound. Whatever sound John <laughs> plays tonight, we're gonna drink. Okay, it's happening. Any sound I want? No, no. It's gonna be the same one each okay. time. You I got have it. it. I got it. Yep. It's like a don't. No, no. Oh, I need a little. Go, drink, go drink. Yeah, seriously, give, give it's me like the crack of a give beer. Another, hey, let's, let's give another one real quick. Let's go. It's like every time we hear a beer open, an angel gets its wings. Happy. Okay, That's look, uh, honestly, I, I want a different noise than that one. Uh, I do like that no, a sound bite, uh, but give me another one real quick. Give me something special. That's like the best one. I, I, I didn't say it wasn't. I don't have a lot of them like lined up on here. You, you, you don't have like a nothing. Uh, there it is. Every time you hear that right now, uh, that okay. is your moment. You're going to have to drink, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right? So for this episode, that's where we're at. Right. If it's 8 o'clock in the morning, we're sorry. Hey, you better drive your yeah. ass to the liquor store. If, if you're driving on the way station. home, like you better. If you're underage, please do not drink. Yes. Right. Yeah. Don't grab hey. from your parents. Swipe one and go. That's no. what you should do. Hey. Yes. Them's we, the rules. We've all swiped alcohol, okay? And when you're 16 mm. and you hear the, John, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not on. <laughs> you better get yourself a little pop top, son. Yeah. I remember like, I, I know we've talked about a lot of stories on this podcast and a lot or like very early on in this podcast where we pretty much just like did this whole retrospective of our early childhoods where we growing up to being teenagers and just rebelling a little bit. Definitely. We did not have a person that worked at a gas station that would maybe possibly stick beers outside when uh, he was taking out the trash. We, we, we did not do that. Um, We would never condone doing that, but there's probably kids out there that, that uh, probably partake a little bit. This is what I think. I think, I I don't know. Maybe maybe we're raising these weak kids right now or something. Uh, And I'm being honest because I feel like what's what we're doing. We're raising these weak kids. Like we, we were such badasses. And then we just like mommified all of our kids, make sure they didn't go through anything or whatever else. Like the type of shit that we went through and did as kids, can you imagine your kid doing anything like that? No, not really. If no. my kid don't have AC, like we have, there's an issue. I'm like, I failed. Like I was supposed to be the generation that didn't do this to my kids, and yet this is what happened. Like we raised a bunch of freaking wimps. <laughs> a- Except for maybe you, you, you two guys over here, uh, Matt, Matt and John. Uh, I, 
I don't know, like a couple of years ago, I saw I saw uh, little God. little Luke climb oh. a damn telephone pole outside. <laughs> I think he was like six years old or something. Oh, and that like, kid can climb. This dude shimmied up. Little this, spider monkey. Yeah, right. this little telephone pole. Like, okay, like, go higher. He's he was like me or whatever else. I'm saying I just don't see these kids anymore though. Yeah, my my son's favorite activity now is to go to the abandoned parking lot and go <laughs> hang out. Yeah, and then there's like a uh, a big ditch over there, and he likes to go play in this big well, ditch. Like, listen, that's his thing. One hundred percent. When the next fire that happens in that parking lot, like where that at, or those at hay bales are, <laughs> just know your kids involved. Right, he he yeah. came home the other day with his friend. He's like, "Dad, we got the cops called on us." Yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> First he's like, yes. "Some Karen called the cops because we were climbing on hay bales." I love like, how everybody's a Karen these days, <laughs> right? right? Listen, uh, how about a concerned citizen, you mother? I was, yeah, yeah, he took Maddox over there with Maddox hit the night yeah. last week, and uh, he said, "Yeah, we went over to the, the thing." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." He's like, "It's like a ten minute walk," but Luke rode his bike. I was like, so wait, Luke was riding a bike and you were, I was like, well, I was kind of jogging next to him. I was like, what the hell, did you ride it on the way back? No, nah, it's his bike. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was fun. Somebody give somebody a pump. What's yeah, going on? It was here? Right. Yeah, right. Just stay away These from the, 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 hey, kids, yeah, right. come check out what's in my car. Dude, that's right. Halloween is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget where the whole Candyman thing came from. We all know that it happened about 15 miles away from here of some sicko guy in Deer Park, Texas. I'm hey, shout out to Deer Park. I know they probably don't want this uh this <laughs> yeah. their claim to fame. Hey, Stigma. It'll be, it's also the birthplace of Texas, if you want to say because it's uh it's where the Santa the, the San Jacinto uh, battle was fought. It was right there, right? That's why Deer Park is called the birthplace. I mean anyways, whatever. Uh the candy man over drugging kids because he I think he I think he killed his own kid or something. Well I think that's twofold. There was the candy man in Deer Park, and also the Candyman that was in the Heights. I think that that, that urban legend is kind of like oh, wrapped maybe it's the same together. person then. Yeah, uh, no, it's totally different people. Uh, the The Candyman that was in Deer Park, he literally laced candy. Yeah, the one in the Heights, they owned a candy store in the Heights, and he was passing out little candies to all the kids or whatever. Apparently, he recruited other kids to go help him abduct kids. Very just sick, just like I mean that dude's dead. I mean, yeah, yeah. Wow. Put him well, under the jail. I don't know. Like, did he die of natural causes, or like, did we kill him or something? Like, I'm sure he got the chair, right? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that dude's dead. It's like, Texas. He died. He's still out there. Out back. Yeah. Just like a memoir. We're right. Reading? No, like, he, he fell on a rope and just right. okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein himself. Fuck. Is that a thing now? <laughs> like, oh, the dude got Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, hey, this is a Grabbing the Brisket podcast, and it's not all about candy and murderers. So we are a barbecue podcast that, and? that we do dabble in a little beer. <laughs> and beer. Yeah, we dabble. And beer. Dabble. Beer dabblers. Uh, I don't know how we went from that to this, but let's go, man. I'm super <laughs> excited to see where we're, we're going to be at next Five minutes. <laughs> hey, we're we're astronauts. <laughs> yeah. Jane just showed up, so he has no idea what we're doing. Yeah, um, got it. In, got a, it. in a couple of minutes, we're gonna roll up with the barbecue news. Uh, but just let me give you a little bit of a, a heads up of what we're gonna talk about today. Obviously, um, Halloween is right around the corner. We're, we're gonna talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and your preparation of your turkey. And I don't know if we'll get into sides. I'm sure that may be another episode later on down the road. We'll, we'll get into sides and all that stuff like that. But I guess today is just your, your turkey prep, your, what do you need to look for? What uh, are the do's? What are the don'ts? So we'll get into 
all that. Got a lot of pro tips for him. A lot of pro tips. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, also it's like, like how many different ways are we trying to cook a turkey? There's a lot of them. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah. I don't know if we're diving into all that tonight, but we can definitely, we got some uh, some videos and recipes coming, so for sure. It is. The Hot Off the Grill Barbecue News, brought to you by the Barbecue News Magazine and MBBQA. And uh, since we're talking about turkey tonight, I, uh, I reached out to our, our friend over there at the, the Barbecue News Magazine. He was talking about how turkeys are going to be easier to find this year. And then I was like, oh, cool. Let me go online and verify that. And everywhere I looked said, Go get your turkey now. You're not going to be able to find a turkey. Turkey's going to be sold out, yeah. and it's going to be super expensive, and all this other stuff. So I was like, well, what the hell? What's yeah, like, what's the real right, story? What's the truth? What's the scoop? So I reached out to the National Turkey Federation. There it is. That is a thing. Uh, I'm glad that that's a thing. Like, right. It is a it's thing. It's a federation. I like it. Like, yep. <laughs> we actually met this lady at the American Royale. I don't know if y'all remember this or not. Super nice lady. We actually plan on getting her on the show, but I asked her, like, what's the deal? She did respond. She said, glad, glad you reached out. Uh, turkey availability will be strong for the holiday. If a shopper is looking for a turkey product, they will be able to find one. Uh, our recommendation every year is that if you're looking for a specific weight or style, then they should probably plan ahead and shop early. Uh, as far as prices go, all grocery prices are up at all supermarkets. <laughs> but hopefully uh, the retailers will have some kind of holiday deals for you. So you should be able to find your turkey. Just maybe go if you need a certain one or a certain size. Don't right. Look for it early. You, you heard it here, folks. Right here. There is no shortage. Don't blame <laughs> the hype. Don't believe if, the hype. If they're yeah, right. if they're trying to uh, like gouge you, just demand to go see the back room. Right. I know you got turkeys hiding back there. We're not just paying saying. fifty dollars for a turkey. Bullshit. No. Uh, yeah. Just don't wait till the last minute and end up with like a you know thirty five pound turkey that's still frozen, and you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. How much is a thirty five pound turkey? What do you think? About thirty five pounds. Like cost. Oh, I have no idea. Right. Yeah. I think uh, it's usually if you like spend much, about three hundred or four hundred dollars at a grocery store, yeah. you get it for like I don't know, like ninety nine cents a pound. Yeah, that's usually. But the how deal, much right? is a turkey though? Just go off of that. How much is a turkey? Probably about thirty forty bucks. Thirty five bucks. And how are we paying? Like, I mean, it seems turkey breasts have been buying like, and 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 cooking or whatever else. Like these things are like twenty five dollars for that one. Yeah, but it's it's because they debone it and you're paying the service fee for yeah. them to. Prep it for you. To cut butcher it, it out. Just start buying whole turkeys. Cut it yourself. I, got, I can go yeah. hunting. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's get some some wild turkey. Uh, next up, the Q Barbecue Fest in Dallas. This is the same as the one they had in Denver. We talked about this before. It's coming up this next weekend. It's November 4th and 5th. It's at uh, the Cowboys Stadium. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a great it place. There's going to be a lot of people there. Uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th, it looks like. Uh, 15 bucks to get in. You can also do the same uh, the same thing we talked about before that Q Pit Pass, where you can do kind of like all you can eat, all you can drink. I think it's about 120 bucks. Uh, that would be the way I would go after that. Yeah, sure. they estimate 30,000 pounds of meat that's going to be thrown down there at yeah. the Ooh, Cherry's World. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and there's a it's hosted by Matt Pittman. Uh, there's a freaking huge lineup of pitmasters. I ain't gonna read them all, but uh, Black's Barbecue will be out there. Brad Orson will be out there. Uh, Brandon Herdado from Herdado Barbecue, Slab Barbecue. There's there's probably 20 names on this list, uh, and there's also going to be live music. But that um, lineup has not been posted yet. Uh, do you think grabbing the brisket can go? Mm-hmm. I would love to go. Uh, we're we're still waiting for our invite in the mail. I think we're just going to have to pay the uh, tickets to get in there. It's not happening. We'll, that's fine. I'll we'll call just, Matt. I'm we'll, going to call Matt Pittman. We'll get this figured out. We'll okay? crash the party. It's no big deal. <laughs> Matt, you listen Matt to this. Pittman? Matt, I know you listen to this show. Right now, we want tickets to this damn thing, okay? Let's make it happen. Yeah. Tim Shear from Blue Hog Barbecue is going to be there as well. Just kidding, yep. man. Yep. 
Yeah, there, there's like I said, there's a ton of and when you say uh, that was? big names. This, this next weekend, uh, November 4th, 5th, and maybe 6th. Okay. Uh, we're already cooking. We're already doing that um, benefit. Oh, yep. We are doing benefit. Oh. Sorry, guys. If you're looking for us there, you won't find us. Mm. We will Benefit be or Pasadena go to the Cowboys Stadium and mm, see the like, Pitmasters. Looks like Matt and I are doing a road <laughs> yeah. trip. Yeah. Aren't you in charge of uh, like giving back with grabbing a brisket? Like, what is your deal? I'm here? in charge of coordinating that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. coordinate the two there. of you there. Perfect. Me and Jan will go Perfect. to the stadium. Hey, listen. <laughs> of course we will. We're also delegators, okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a fine job. <laughs> okay, one last thing. Uh, from now until December 7th, our listeners can get 10% off of everything at Oklahoma Joe's. That includes that Rider Deluxe that we're always talking about. Uh, just use the code HOLIDAY10. That's all caps, HOLIDAY10, 10% off. And uh, just load up your freaking cart with some Oklahoma yeah. Joe's stuff. Holiday for Christmas. 10. Yeah, if you want to see that Rider Deluxe, Go look some of the videos we've been posting because this damn thing is ridiculous. And by the way, I think we've all can agree here, right? Maybe except for John. Can we can we please test this thing out? Yeah, maybe right. on this side of the street. Just is come it, over to my house. Is that a thing uh, or no? I'll leave the gate unlocked. Well, I won't know, okay. but just knock. It's yeah, right. Fine. Yeah, he won't I'll answer. answer. I won't answer. Yeah. So holiday ten is the code. Number ten, not spelled holiday out. 10. Holiday ten one zero. Holiday one zero. All caps, and that'll wrap it up. Barbecue news, hot off the grill. Fresh as always, Jay. Or what's your name, John? Call me Bill. <laughs> All right. So some of the some of the things that we started getting in, getting into trying to, I don't know, you know, come up with the do's and don'ts for just specifically turkey. Um, there's a bunch. There, there's quite a few mistakes that people make, and they don't really know that they're. They're making mistakes. Uh, number one off the the bat is not giving your turkey time enough to thaw. And that, I I've I've been there. I I think we've all been here around this table here, like pulling it out. And like I think I should be brining it right now, but it's like a rock. So now you're like, well, I'm just gonna let it thaw out in the brine, right? Uh, yeah, right. It's no big deal. Yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's a little. Uh a little what do you call this a picture mm-hmm. diagram yeah, a diagram picture thing kind of gives you some some tips on when you should uh when you should get that sucker ready yeah i love that they say rule of thumb 24 hours for every pound or every five pounds but in it, the refrigerator isn't there like a certain thing like can you just leave your meat in the fridge like that long or something yeah i think yeah. was it sunday sunday or monday before thanksgiving is kind of like that day that you need to take it out and just let it chill in the refrigerator. Okay. Just yeah. take it out Thanksgiving Day, put it in the microwave, hit defrost. Right. Uh, you know. Pro tip, uh, put a pan Don't underneath uh, just in case there's any leaks. Dude, there's going to be so much blood. Just yeah. put a pan underneath this uh, and let it collect because you don't want that all over your refrigerator. Yeah, now you're you're going through and like Cloroxing your whole refrigerator because it drops down into your fresh fruit. and no. Which we've yeah. all been there, right? Yeah. And absolutely, make sure you're accounting for time to brine that sucker. Uh, uh, real quick, John, what's that? What was that drinking thing? Real quick, what was there? A, was there a thing? Was there a button? Ah! There is, you know, if we were smart, we would have done Cheers. like gobble gobble or you know something like that. We don't have smart. that. We don't have that today, but right. we have that. And when you hear that, you have to do this. So right. there you go. Well, maybe we'll do uh, Tomball VFW. Hey, I want to know <laughs> who's who's cooking a four pound turkey. Is that like some single dude who's just Maybe, like yeah, Thanksgiving by himself? That's a tiny four turkey. That's four, like a chicken. Well, it says four to 12. Yeah, but still. Four? 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just turkey breast. I don't yeah. know. Just a bunch of personal turkeys for all the guests. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> get a turkey. And this diagram goes all the way up to like twenty four pounds. So. You get a turkey. Right. It's like a little uh what is it, like a little Scottish hen for everybody. Right. Yeah. Dude. Hey, before you go on, uh when you guys are there fixing your plate Thanksgiving, what is like the meat that you go for? White, dark, a leg? Like what is your thing? You know, to be honest with you, I never, I mean, and I don't know why I think it's disgusting when I see people walking around with it. I've never freaking ate a turkey leg. And no, every time I really? pull one off, I'm like, I, I mean, I've had the meat off of it. I'm whatever. I'm sure I've had a bite off of one. I'm just saying when I look at it, I'm like, nah, mm. I don't want that. I don't want that in my mouth. I don't mm. want it around me. I don't want to carry it around like some caveman. I just don't want to do that. I I, I don't know why. I, I'm, I'm peeling weird. back those tendons like banana peels and nah, just digging into that thing, you know? Well, that's weird. I think it's like a it's a thing with me. I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely going dark meat, but honestly, I'm yeah. putting like two little pieces of turkey and I'm hitting the sides. Really? Like, that's what I'm about, yeah. Mm. Or if I did like a, a prime rib or some ham or something, I'll head to that. Turkey's okay, but man, it takes some work. Like, you've got to, like we said, you got to brine that sucker, you got to season that sucker, hopefully inject it. Because you ain't getting a lot of flavor out of that thing unless you do something to it. Right. Wait, you're talking about the turkey? Yeah. Oh, come on. Right. I think we're all being a little bit. I think we're being a little bit just like, I don't know. Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, James? Like, is turkey king? Oh, king. King of what? Like, I, uh, I know. King of Thanksgiving? I'm, I'm saying the king of proteins when it comes to Thanksgiving. 100%. For well, Thanksgiving. It's the most popular. Yeah. It's not the best. I, I'm telling yeah. you right now, like. Like when we're out and we're cooking and, and we do this everything. So James and I we do this every Thanksgiving and, and we, we are we, we we are spatchcocking. I mean we we are seasoning <clears throat> under the breast. This thing's already brined. It's ready to freaking go. And uh, we're always looking at that certain color. Every I mean it, when you go to cut into it, it's just just juices are flying, pushing, just jumping out, it's squirting it's, all over. Like there is like right. dark meat, white meat. What does it matter? It's all moist and and and. Phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of turkey y'all are having, but uh, don't look at me. Yeah, I mean, like that's turkey's that for me. I mean, yeah. turkey's phenomenal. Yeah. All right, l- let's go on to the number two you on dis- the list. You're dismissing. My I'm dismissing. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving I'm on. Dismissing my turkey. Yeah. I like it. Keep hey, this train rolling. Everybody knows turkey is king. Uh, I do. I do appreciate your uh, enthusiasm, and you're right. Number two on the list. <laughs> Cooking Dude. too high of a temperature. Mm-hmm. Will yeah. mess your turkey up. That's true. Hey, well, what's what's too high? I'd imagine like four hundred. Yeah. My God. Yeah. You're, okay. you're Please gonna don't do the, that. You're gonna char the outside. <laughs> yeah. Without without yeah without getting to yeah yeah I can see that. And a lot of times uh, over the past year, um, I say probably past like three or four years, we've we've cooked uh, we've done the deep fried turkey, which is great. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I feel like the the drums, the the thighs of a turkey just get obliterated. They just get burnt yeah, to yeah. crisp. You can't even them. eat them. It ruins. Mm-hmm. So we've we've gone away from that. And as Jan alluded to earlier, we go from the spashcock method, where everything kind of cooks a little bit more even, but still, you can't cook it too hot too quick because you're just going to dry it out. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and you kind of glaze over that, but. That's a pro tip. Spatchcock your damn turkey. It may not look as pretty on the table, but freaking spatchcock it. So, so, so when you're so when you see spatchcock, right? And maybe everyone knows. Like, what do you do? You're gonna cut that backbone out. You're gonna flatten your turkey out. It just cooks more evenly. All right. So, and uh, if you need uh, more video on that, we can post a little video on how to do that. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, or Google it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is, this and, and I joke. Yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, don't I joke. Even, hey. uh, I joke about that a little bit. Like, I don't want to waste my time making no, a video. I joke about that a little bit because I had a coworker who was like, uh, he came so, to me like maybe it was last year or a year before, and he's like, dude, I just did the amazing, like did the best thing ever. My turkey came out beautiful, and uh, he did. So I don't remember what he did to brine it or whatever, um, but he's like, what I did was I just. Basically, I just cut the backbone out of this turkey, and then I, I laid it down flat, and then I cooked it on my grill. Uh, bone side down? Bone side down. And did you act intrigued? It, no, I did. I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, it almost sounds like you spatchcocked the chicken. Did you I mean, say that? Yes. You said, did you spatchcock it? Yeah, I was like, it almost sounds like you spatchcocked it. He's like, what? I was like... I mean, I'm I'm sure that's like a French term for um, <laughs> putting the backbone of a bird, but hey, and yeah. who am I? Again, uh, I was like, yeah, hey, man, that sounds amazing. Yeah, show me some pictures. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Get him to make our video. There you go. All right, no, number three on the list. We're, we're going to go rapid fire because we can't really take five hours doing this whole list. Uh, number three on the list, putting the turkey in the oven too soon. Rule of thumb is 13 minutes per pound. At 350 degrees. 13 minutes per pound. Yep. I like that. That's very, I mean, I actually didn't know that. I thought it was like 30 minutes per pound. No. Yeah. So, no. hey. Nah. And keep going. why I don't cook in an oven, guys. Hey. I think when we do our, when, when we do our uh, turkey on the, the grill, we usually do it every, every year on the Weber. It probably takes about two hours. Yeah. What temperature are you cooking it? Right? I, I could see that. Like the Weber's probably at about three, three fifty maybe three seventy five. Yeah, in the beginning maybe three seventy five to four hundred, uh, but about thirty minutes into it, it's going to regulate down to regulators uh, down to like maybe three fifty, three seventy five. Yeah. In the beginning, I'm always like, I'm always, I'm always the one like, don't you think it's a little too hot, James? It's like <laughs> it's resting four seventy five right now. He's like, no, nah, it's fine. Just chill, dude. He, he's, he's very methodical. Uh, not using a thermometer is another one. I mean, we've all had those, those moments where we've grown up and not just, I mean, we didn't have a thermometer, which didn't even think about you, you run off timetables, mm-hmm. you run off just like, Hey, is there clear juices pouring out or is it still look bloody? Then usually we burn it to a crisp right be safe just just mm-hmm. to be safe hey nobody wants to mess around with salmonella and nobody wants to get the um, uh, the waterworks going when mm-hmm. uh, you're on Thanksgiving vacation so usually it's dried up it's just like hey just put some gravy on it yep but yeah, if we've you all had those use the thermometer that they say the rule of thumb is go into the deepest portion of the the thigh the dark meat of the turkey mm-hmm. 165. You don't want to go all the way to the bone, but you want to get deep into the thigh. So 165 is the the optimal temperature to pull, which I've always like. Uh, always thought it was the breast. You always wanted to go 165 in the breast, but all the Food Networks and all the experts say no. You want hmm. to go into the thigh. Are you checking both? Of, both. Yeah, of but I mean, I mean, there's a. It's that whole carryover. Um, right. I think it's a carry because the, the the thigh is going to be done before the breast, right? right. So uh, when the thigh reach one sixty five, the carryover will will get the breast to one sixty five. It may take thirty minutes, 
but that's why you're going to rest. Yeah. Um, you need to rest that sucker that long anyway, so, right? Yeah. yeah. And shout out to Derek from Back Porch Barbecue there in LaGrange, Texas. He, he he gave me his little recipe on how he does turkey, and it's just strictly just turkey breast. He cooks it to about 160 and just lets, lets the carryover, uh, carry it over to the, the 165, and it's juicy. It's tender every yeah. single time. Yeah, I, I think I think the moment for uh, for the meat itself to, to be dried out, I mean, it's got to be close to one eighty. One eighty, uh, you're you're drying the meat out, and, and it may look moist. You may probe it, and a bunch of juice still come out. Uh, but at one eighty, as soon as that thing rests, it's gonna it, it's already releasing all the juices that it has from it and everything else. So, uh, I think that's the, in my opinion, like. It's always like a kiss of death for me. Like once I probe, I'm like, oh my god, it's 180. This yep. is gonna be some dry shit. How's that gravy look, right? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I think that's always like a because uh, you, you, in, in my opinion, 180. Now you've reached 185, almost 190. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Any more? Uh, yeah, no, I got, uh, I got plenty. So, yeah, um, not brining. And you, not brining. Not okay. brining your turkey. Is a, is a huge mistake, and there's kind of like a little bit of a caveat. You have to make sure it's not a self-basted turkey or a kosher turkey, because those kershies, those kershies, <laughs> Jesus, those turkeys are already brined, yeah, right, to a certain extent. So if you rebrine them, they're just going to be like I don't salty know, turkey jerky. I mean, shit, right, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Super no, salty. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I think I think I've always assumed that. Uh, because I've actually cooked turkeys before where I come out like, this thing's way too salty, so whatever. But mm-hmm. I could have bought a pre-brined Correct. turkey. Yeah, look on the uh, the outside. Right. It, it, either it'll say kosher yeah. or it'll say self-basted or it'll be like it was used some type of solution. Yeah, it'll say in salt solution or some shit like that. Yeah. Correct. I've okay. seen those, uh, okay. the Cajun turkeys have been very popular lately, like the past couple of years. I don't know, if, is that is that brined? You know when when you get those Cajun, you know what I'm talking about. I don't think it, I've seen it that. It could be. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like oh, that. Up. Already, I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure they've already they've already been brined and injected. They're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like drop and go basically. Right. Maybe they, they're just raised in Louisiana or something. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, ar- it's already something. got the. It's already got like the green bottle already like uh, injected yeah. in there. It's got some yeah. crawfish yeah. and a Miller Lite. Some Tony's no, a bottle of Vita. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. comes with Tony's. All right, another, another uh, tip what to do, uh, but a lot of people don't do this, is they don't dry out the turkey skin before they mm. season it and throw it in the oven. Right. They you just throw it chicken. in there wet. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It's like, so they don't pat everything down, right? Correct. It kind of prevents the turkey skin from um, crisping up. I made that oh. mistake too. Whenever I was uh, frying difference? my first turkey, yeah, not yeah. letting it like dry up enough before you dip it in there. You know that thing's still kind of dripping wet, and you dropping that oil, it's ready, start ready popping pop. all over mm, at you. Yeah. So. But but what's the difference? I don't understand. Like, so wouldn't wouldn't the barbecue pit or the oven dry out the the chicken? Uh, I think it's just the added moisture. The added moisture that I mean it has to dry out before yeah. it starts drying out and rendering that fat and that turkey skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to be honest with you, I, I always was, was like under the assumption like, okay, like whatever. I mean, I I'll, I never really cared about it. I just seasoned up and, and put it on. I've never really actually dried or padded. I always thought the oven would take care of, of that. Like I always thought like it's a binder, right? Mm-hmm. 
It's kind moist. Of. It's a binder. I'm gonna season and go. Uh, that's actually, yeah. Dev, pro tip. I'm learning a lot tonight. <laughs> Let's go. This is one we hear in barbecue all the time. If you're looking, you're not cooking. Yeah. So especially if you're doing like an oven, and you're opening that oven door all the time. I mean, it just it takes so much more energy and and time for that um, oven to get back up to temperature where it needs to be. So if you're constantly opening it back and forth. Uh, it's definitely going to take a little bit more time to cook your bird. And also you might run the risk of probably drying out a little bit. For sure. So I, I think that's very important. I don't keep talking, man. I want to keep you. No, you're good. Yeah. But, but one of the things that I've actually learned about this and, and, and actually cooking is, is that uh, you take, you take a protein and, 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 in my, and in my opinion, a, a chicken, you, you can't just stretch that. You can't cook it like you're going to cook a brisket or, this low and slow method, right? Because every time I've had this low and slow chicken cooking, it dry. Mm-hmm. It's dry. I mean, it's, it, chicken's got to be at a certain temperature. Uh, it's got to be on there for a certain amount of time and pulled. Uh, and I, I think that's the missing link why people screw chicken up so much because they try to cook it like all the other proteins they have or all the whatever. But it, in my opinion, like or, or turkey, the, the same thing is – basically cook at 350 or 400 uh, degree cook uh, versus the I'm gonna low and slow 225 this thing because every 225 uh, turkey I've had I mean it's I've, I've had some really good ones it's always I, been dry I, I've, I've yeah. had some really mm-hmm. dry ones as well I, so. I've always heard like there there's a there's a term <laughs> for and I, there's a lot of different it, we'll we'll talk about chickens and I know turkeys are in the same boat as far as the the free range or the all organic or the cage free, you know, yeah. all, all, whatever yeah. the terminologies they <laughs> want to put on there. But I know some of them are, are, are pretty legit as far as if you get the ones that are, you know, they do have the antibiotics and they do have some of the stuff that they're given that, that I've always heard that you can't cook those too hot and fast because if you do cook those, you get like a, just a weird, the, the meat just stringy the meat just kind of seizes up and is almost kind of like woody mm-hmm. and it just becomes kind of tough and, and hard yeah but if you cook it a little bit lower slower when i say lower and slower i'm not talking about 225 but i'm talking about like maybe like 275 to 325 in that range That's you're, you're probably golden I, i'm not saying you can't cook chicken at 225 mm-hmm. and have it come out uh tender and moist and whatever else yeah. i'm just saying experience that the longer you try to keep screwing with the with, with especially with something that has no fat yeah 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 i mean it's the just, only fat you're that you're relying on is yeah. it in the skin you the know skin's I mean? not going to crisp up if you're running 225 yeah. but but again also if you're cooking to a temperature you should reach that temperature and still be whatever it hasn't rendered hopefully but i again i pulled chicken breast and and different things off off the grill and 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 probed them like man i'm at 165 but this thing feels like a you know that skin that was on like this little pop to it you're like oh my god it's yeah. so dry it's just whatever yeah. this one thing i think we've all kind of been guilty about because we've always had a plan for when the food's going to be done and the food's not done <laughs> yeah that's every cookout that's every cookout you you get to the point where the food is done and then everybody's just standing around with their plates <laughs> and they're yeah. just like ready to go come yeah. on I need some. They're judging you and yeah. they're eating at the same time. Yeah. So this like thing, this little tip is 
you need to let your bird rest. Mm -hmm. You can't cut right into it. As soon as you pull off that heat, you have to at least let it rest like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Just like I think we preach about brisket. And I know everybody, any big piece of meat, and everybody talks about it, you have to let it rest just a little bit because... It, just like a steak, you're going to cut into it and all those juices are going to go everywhere and you're going to have a dry piece of turkey and you better hope uh, <laughs> grandma made a bunch of gravy because uh, you'll need it. Excuse me. I sneeze and drink a drink at the same time. <laughs> uh, what, so when you're resting, do you just leave it out on the counter? Or are, you, are you covering it? or? Um, I think you cover it. Maybe just put some tinfoil around it Okay. and just let it... Just chill for a while. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, if you had one of those swaddles that John had the other day, yeah. I don't know if it'll fit in there, but uh, damn, that was pretty cool, man. I don't know if I would use I, I like the swaddle. You're right. Uh, but I don't know if I use it because that sucker, it, it might just keep cooking in there. You know what I mean? Really? You like, just if you just hot? do foil, I think that's the way to go. Just okay. like a loose foil because you don't want to overcook that no, shit like we said. Kind of just boat it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just like loosely put the temple over. That's what I would do. The little last, action. last one I got. Now John, John has a little bit more to add to it, but you got to sharpen your knives, right? You can't have dull ass knives go in there hacking on that bird because mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna do? You're just gonna shred it to shit, and it, it's yeah. all yeah. gonna be all mixed up together. And you're like, hey, you want white meat, dark meat? It's all together. Just grab a plate. Right. Who wants shredded meat? <laughs> Ground meat? Yum. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. shredder. I love that. Uh, That's a great pro trip, bro. That is so good. I love that. Yeah, so I totally came with the list, too, and almost everything on my list is stuff that James had on his list. Uh, a couple things that um, didn't overlap. The one was uh, if you do need, like, a large amount of turkey, for me, I would do two smaller birds before I do one bigger one because I think I mentioned it before. It just The bigger ones just tend to dry out more, I think, uh, because you've got to cook them so much longer. Yeah. By the time you get the inside all all nice and juicy and cooked. The rest of it's dried out a little bit. Yeah, and the smaller birds tend to be a little bit more juicier. That's what I'm saying. He just said 100%. That. Like, you just said the exact same thing he just said. <laughs> oh, my bad. Like, literally, you just like... Hey, we're twins. I, did we just copy the same information? Damn, the same Probably. <laughs> we're on the exact same website same here. Right. Food Network, guys. <laughs> Foodnetwork.com, <laughs> guys. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I, I would say is uh, cook your, uh, your stuffing, your dressing, uh, whatever you guys want to call it. Cook that separately. Don't cook it inside your turkey. You're going to dry your shit out. And I think we say this every year, but uh, by the time that thing gets cooked, your bird's dried out. So just cook it separate. It's the bomb, but you don't need to have it inside the turkey. It's not helping you. Um, the last thing was uh, try to pre-plan something for your leftovers so you don't end up you know, just uh-huh. eating reheated turkey. Like, Come up with a plan. Come up with something cool and then tag us in it because we want to see it. Like, what do you mean? Like, like make turkey for everybody else, like your family, and the next day, take your turkey and do something different with it? Yeah, leftovers. Like, we talk about using our okay. leftovers for stuff all the time, but if you have a plan ahead of time, like, nobody wants to go to this store to get something for a leftover meal the day after Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, Black Friday. Right. That's not a... Oh, hell no. Hell no. Exactly. So, yeah. come up with a plan. Come up with something cool. Oh, man. If right. I don't have my turkey with cranberry and mayo sandwich the day after, like... Mm-hmm. I'm I, upset. Mm-hmm. I got it 100%. Yeah. That is you know the what best. Mean? I don't know why I'm like weirded out by the cranberry, but oh, like, bro. The cranberry, oh, you're you're gonna, I like cranberry. Right. I'm just saying. I never Sometimes had the stuffing on the sandwich too with all that. 100%. Oh, 100%. So, it's, my it's my favorite holiday. So, One question, holiday. real quick. Are yeah. you toasting this? Or are you this regular white bread? Oh, regular white bread, oh. non toasted. Yeah. No toast. Okay. Just regular white bread. Okay. Yeah. And I will say, hey, here's another tip for you. 
Don't forget to pull out the giblet packet and the neck or whatever else is crammed in there before you fry your turkey. That's a good one. I've seen people do that. Fry a turkey and be like, oh, yeah, there's that little packet in there. Yeah, yeah deep fried plastic. Mmm. <laughs> yep. A little extra carcinogen in your Thanksgiving right. meal. Who's hungry? <laughs> uh, one last little thing. I'll go ahead and say fresh or frozen. According to the uh, National Turkey Federation, there is no difference between the quality between a fresh or frozen turkey. It all comes down yeah. to whether you have time enough to thaw it out or not. No. Lies. No. Lies. Lies. This is what they want you to believe, James. This is how the government works. I already know what they're thinking. Like, the, government, oh, the government. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Turkey Federation. I know what's happening here. They're trying to get us to buy turkeys versus... I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say I know quick, where to go with this. <laughs> I read this on the uh, the Turkey Federation thing, and I've never tried this. I, they're saying it's true, so I'm assuming it's true that it is 100% safe to cook your turkey frozen if you have to, if you don't have enough time or whatever. You just have to account for more time. I think that's going to dry it out, probably come out a little funky. But they're saying if you don't have a choice, you can cook a frozen turkey. Like, so it's going to take 50% like John, can, but, John, do you hear what I you're saying? Like I'm just telling you dude, that it's safe. Do you hear what you're saying right now? Like, there's all of a sudden you, you see this. You better cook this mother effing turkey right now. And you're like, I don't, it's frozen. Like, I don't right. care. Cook this turkey. I'm yeah, just can you imagine you, what you're saying? If you don't well, have a choice, according to them, obviously it is you got safe. a choice. Well, I'm just saying, don't like, if you forgot to get your turkey or you forgot to thaw your turkey or whatever it is right. and it's partly frozen, you can cook it. Just know that it's going to take, they said, 50% longer. Unless yeah. it's in oil. And if you have a frozen turkey in don't do oil, that. Do, do not deep fry it. Yeah. You will burn your house down, all right? You'll burn your neighbor's house down. You'll catch on fire yourself. Do not do that. Yes. Always thaw your We your, didn't your get thank you for into that. any of the fry yes, turkey. 100%. Maybe, 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 maybe next maybe week we'll, we'll talk yeah. a little bit about that too. But yeah. 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 No frozen turkeys and fries yeah. are frying. Not happening. Just try not to cook a frozen turkey at all. Yeah. yeah. I love how everybody still has a beer and I'm like, Ugh. I'm out of beer soon. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm like, hoping, I'm hoping we're about to go to the beer review. Like, Thirsting. I'm sips of, of, of what, 10? This is 10. Mm. There's nothing in here. All so, right. Well, well, while we refill our uh, our beer cans and whatnot, let's, uh, let's pay some bills. There it is. This episode is brought to you in part by Oklahoma Joe's new Rider Deluxe Pellet Grills. Since the company's humble beginnings in 1987, Oklahoma Joe has helped those who appreciate the process and the craft of smoking. What began with Joe Davidson, a member of the Barbecue Hall of Fame, and a dozen hand-built smokers at the Oklahoma State Fair over 30 years ago has since forged an Oklahoma Joe's brand that builds some of the most sought-after smokers. Oklahoma Joe has a proud history of creating uncompromising smokers and grills with carefully crafted design, and the newest generation of the popular Ryder Series pellet grills carries on this tradition. The new features in the Oklahoma Joe's Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills include a pit control 2.0 system that delivers the category's first dual sensor temperature control. Fire-focused dual sensor feedback optimizes temperature control based on selected cooking styles, low and slow smoking, or high heat grilling. A power feed system that boasts the high torque auger motor that powers through pellets for incredible power and performance. The new Rider Deluxe series builds on several popular features, including smoke and sear modes, which features an impressive temperature range that runs from 200 degrees Fahrenheit to a searing hot 650 degrees Fahrenheit, and a 20-pound quick-draw hopper that allows unused pellets to be drained in seconds for simple storage, removal, and swapping of pellet flavors. Guys, if you want to find out more information about the new Rider Deluxe series pellet grills from Oklahoma Joe, check out the Oklahoma Joe's website and the link is in our description in the bio and that's oklahomajoes.com 
Boom, there it is. And uh, don't forget to use that code HOLIDAY10 to get you 10% off. That's till December 7th, I believe. Yeah, I know a lot of people are probably kicking themselves in the ass like, shit, where was this like 10 minutes ago? Right. Yeah, somebody bought it like today. Right. <laughs> Cancel. Reorder. Hey, just order some more stuff. They're, they have a lot of cool stuff on their website. Uh, not just pits and grills, uh, but they have a lot of accessories and products that uh, we use day-to-day in our barbecue adventures. Adventures. Yes. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's nice. I said barbecue adventures. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Now let's get into a beer adventure. Let's do the grab and the brisket. Beer review. Hey. What do we got, man? You brought this one. You want to talk about it? Sure. This is Real Ale Brewing Crispy Business Lager Beer. And I, I'll admit, I bought this purely for the can Dude, because the can. this is like right up my this alley. This thing is sick. This is like the, what's the movie I'm thinking about? Tron? Tron. Very Tron-ish. Like that. It's very like, right? yeah. yeah. Like you know what it reminds retro. me of? There, my God, this reminds me of. My God. My God. Okay, Grandpa. My God. My God. Goodness gracious. Hey, give, the, me a, hey, give me a sound bite with that one next right. time. My, my God. God. The ex- <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's time to drink. We're talking. The Explorers. Four and a half percent or, alcohol. Hmm. Ooh. Or I'll say uh, hmm. weird science when they try to build that lady. <laughs> That is a great movie. <laughs> when they uh, tried to build that lady. Yeah. <laughs> she lady was a lady. Builders. God rest her soul. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, dude, that was a great movie. My, I remember my uncle was like, watch this movie. And James and I were probably like, holy shit, what just walked through that door? Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. <laughs> holy moly. Hey, boys. Ready to, like, I don't know what her opening line was, but it was really good. <laughs> Like you, you boys ready to rock just, or something? I don't know what it was. It just was, kicked off puberty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, I think something just happened on my face. I don't Dink. know what's happening here. It's facial hair. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, what do you think about the beer? Let's go. This is a. Uh, it says lager, but this has got a little hoppiness to it. For is it me. like it's almost oh. like a piney, yeah, piney kind of taste to it. It's real it's, it's subtle though. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Hit it. It's a seven eight. Wow, damn! This is a Just seven right eight beer all the day long. Seven eight. Uh, it, this beer is refreshing. You could, you could, if you were anywhere and you were like, "Hey guys, all we have is real L uh, crispy business, right? Risky business." Boom, here it is. Uh, they'd be like, "Oh shit!" Boom, phenomenal. Seven eight. It's a great beer. Love oh, it. Okay. Yeah, love the can. Um, love the beer. Hmm. I'll go next. Okay, go ahead. I'm kind of in the ballpark of Jan. I'm going a little bit higher though. I'm going eight two on this. It's mm. an eight two beer. Man. I like it's it's like you know it's kind of got like the mildness of a lager, but they added that little just that little bit of whatever that hoppiness, pininess to it, just to give it a little bit I love extra it. something. You I know love what it. Mean? The yeah. only thing I don't like about it is it, it's like after you're done with it, right? Boom, I'm ready. I'm done talking. It's just still there. Mm-hmm. I want that. It does be, linger on the tongue. Just I want a that bit. to be gone already, and it's, hmm. it's there. If there's a little bit less than that, I mean, like a little bit higher. Hmm. Great beer, by the way. But what was the uh, alcohol by volume? Four and a half. Uh, I, I totally dig this. Get your alcohol by volume up. Let's go, <laughs> yeah, guys. You'll, you'll get Jan on. in the eights if you jack that out. One hundred percent. You yeah. take this thing to a thirteen. 
You're getting nine, son. It's going to taste nine. a lot different. Yeah. No, it won't. Trust me. Okay. Do your he job. So. Real right. Right. Go ahead, John. Accurate. Okay. Uh, I love this thing. It's smooth. It's It's got a little bit of hoppiness and... Like I normally don't like IPAs. I kind of wish this was an IPA because then I would have a new favorite IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is good. I like this a lot. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Yeah, it's wow. weird. It's, okay. it's like a this is like a sneaky IPA, right? Yeah. Like I almost feel like a real beer drinker because it's, it's but it's not an IPA, so I guess I'm not. I Guys, I may be yeah. too low on the score. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. It's growing on you. It, oh my god, it really is. My score is what it is. I'm fine with it. Hey, you I can stand always by it. until I we jing- by it. until we jingle nope. out. You can adjust the score. I still stand by it. All right, because it's four point whatever. What was his score? I don't even remember. Up. Seven eight. Seven eight. It's a, seven, eight, it's a good eight, score. Two, eight five. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. All right, here we go. Let me get in here. Uh, my my score is is going to be unlike Tom Cruise's tooth that sticks what? right in the middle. You know what I'm talking about? In the I'm going middle. outside. I'm going with a solid seven. Seven. You went seven zero. Mm-hmm. Really? What? What That's about good. this is is for you seven zero? I'm curious why you're not closer to the eight. Uh, and if, what don't you like? I mean, I, I think I told you what my score was. So <laughs> yeah, uh, just, we don't have to go back and. I'm not explaining myself. Right. Yeah. No, I, I was just curious. <laughs> How about you? Just know. mind your business. How about that? <laughs> hey, listen. No, it's a James solid beer. Very secretive. Seven sounds like James. I will. I will pick up you that six give pack. Rookie scores twenty four seven. You do you, boo. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, I feel like seven is a solid. I will. Oh, I will. A, I will pick up one of these six packs. Yeah. No. Seven's a great score. Let me. If, let me if ask it you didn't. Guys this. Yeah. If it yeah. didn't have the pioneer hoppiness, would you give it an eight? Probably. Okay. There we go. So that's that's what I was asking. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> don't you like about this? You're like, huh? well, I already gave you my score, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, no, we heard that. I just silly communicate asshole. with me a little bit. Hey, give me something let, else. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Uh, yeah. Did this beer seem at all familiar to you guys? Uh, we reviewed this beer about a year and a half ago. You just got pranked. Well, I don't know if you got pranked or not, oh, but uh, we did review this beer about a year and a half ago. Really? I know, we, I know okay. we've had it before. And we want to see if uh, the scores changed. I did want to see if you guys' scores yeah. changed. Let's let's look yeah, this so up. What so are we, what are you have the for? information? I do, right in front of me. Yeah. Let's, it's yeah. right here. So where did I score this at? Uh, well, James gave it a seven. Last time he gave it a six. Hey. There it is, James. You're developing. Jan gave it a, a seven, eight. Last time he gave it a 6.6. Wow. There it is. Hey, you're getting better. Uh, I don't think it's fair to do mine because I knew, but uh, I gave it 8.1 last time. I gave it 8.5 this time. Uh, and Matt gave it a 6.6 last time. I Dang, gave it see, a, a I, I, even, I think better this beer now, too. Nice. Guys, there yeah, it is. It could have changed a little bit. You know, it's been probably been a minute maybe. since we had this. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well maybe, they, maybe they started brewing this beer better. Yeah, whatever <laughs> they did, we all went up, right? Like, uh, we all we gave did. a better score. Yeah. I, I think real maybe, L brewing. Thank you. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah. Keep it going. Way to way to, way yeah. to prove us wrong, brother. Keep it crispy. There it is. <laughs> Keep it crispy. Way, way to prove us wrong. <laughs> like that. Hmm. <clears throat> is it time to jingle out? Nope, it's not time to jingle out. It's time mm. to do a barbecue win fail something. It's going to be a something. Oh, we don't know. It's a mystery. It's a surprise. Mm. Can't wait. Are you grabbing surprised? the brisket beer yet? <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> James is like, I've got to say it. <laughs> you can't you can stop me. You're done. You're done, son. Uh, okay. Here it is. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Perry Brooks. I uh, just want to call in for a win. A solid barbecue win, man. Um, I've been talking to James and John about a cook-off that I just did. 
and uh, I was in charge of Chef's Choice. Uh, we all rubbed heads together, <laughs> and uh, finally came up with uh, a beef plate rib and corn elote. But with my elote, I did bacon. But I did a SPG base. Uh, as far as a binder on my plate, I did uh, Frank's hot sauce and a Worcestershire sauce. I hit it with a little GPS, and then I came back through with that chickpea rub, man. Um, I've been putting that on eggs. I've been putting that on my sandwich. I've been putting that shit on everything, man. So um, I came in second. I got, I got I walked second place with the beef plate rib with chickpea smoke, man. Yes. If anybody wins the the win or lose barbecue fail, uh, I suggest you really get that chicks that smoke, <laughs> or <laughs> go to any Ace Hardware store. Yeah, and you can pick it up, man. There it hey, is. Hey, thanks, guys. Later. You know, I like I like the first thing he said. Yeah, the chicks that rub. Because okay. when's that one coming out? Uh, it's well, there's a Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, My foot's about seasoning. to come out. <laughs> that may be the next Deshaun Watson seasoning, but that's not going to be the next Chicks to Smoke uh, seasoning, yeah. uh, dude. I love how Perry's like, yeah, repping nice. the Chicks to Smoke, it is. dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was it's a while a, ago, right? When he reached out. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. that, that was a little bit. We're, we're, we're getting caught up here. Yeah. Uh, Way to go, Perry, hey, man. Solid, Perry. Hey. And you know what? He won a uh, another bottle of um, Sucklebusters. Sucklebusters. Everybody wants some Sucklebusters. I think it's awesome with Elote. Like that's Dude, that's, that's yeah, cool. That yeah, really that's, I wonder if he. I wonder if it was like second place purely, like just because it's like such so different than what you normally get in like an open. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Sounds amazing though. Yeah. Well, hey. Uh, guys and gals out there in TV land, if you're watching this, please uh, chime in. Hit hit up the number, the hotline. That's 434-829-2299. Let us know what your barbecue win is. Let us know what your barbecue fail is. If we put it on the show, you're going to win a bottle of rub. Also, if you want to call and just talk a little shit, call the number and talk some little yeah, shit. Let's please, go. Please you want to hear your voice go. on the radio, let's go. Yeah. Hey, and if you're a little bit bashful about calling and leaving a message, you can also leave us an email. Uh, that's info at grabhemandthebrisket.com. Or you can reach out through our website, too. There's a little spot on there where you can leave us a message. That's uh, grabhemandthebrisket.com or grabthebrisket.com. Whatever's easier for you to spell. I think grab the brisket is just it's easier. Grab right? the brisket. Grab right? the brisket.com. Just type yeah. grab the brisket.com. Go check out the merch. Everybody says merch, but I'm like, do we have some funny ass shirts on there? Mm-hmm. Right. And to be honest with you, we're clever. We're clever gentlemen. <laughs> uh, and then also, we, we've got recipes. And I promise, like, we keep saying this, but I think we're getting better as human beings. Uh, and we're going to put more mm-hmm. recipes out. I think, I think we've got some really cool recipes we've been working on. And I can't wait for you to see it. So check it out. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know why? Because mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. this is what happens when I'm like, uh, we're like, shit, we got to do recipes now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. End yeah. show. Now there it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, guys, it's been great talking barbecue with you. Peace. Why is there awkward I love silence? <laughs> I don't know. I have to go last. I didn't, I'm I didn't really. To you. I didn't really Jesus. expect you to say it the way that way. <laughs> Look, hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Smoke on. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket.
We'd like to give a special thanks to Suckle Buster's Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Coolie Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.